Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. Here I'm joined by an interesting soul for snacks and sometimes full-blown banquets. We share conversation and confessions, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello, dear hearts. We have got a jaw-droppingly delicious one for you here with brilliant comedian Celia Abbe. But in distressing news, it's also such a funny one that you'll have needed to pick those jaws back up. Otherwise, the laughing will mean a lot of sort of tricky, breathless dribbling, worryingly. First up, I just need to quickly shout, thank you, if you're my patron. That was for my patrons. You're the only reason I can afford to make the podcast without making a giant loss. I still make a loss, though, wildly. So if you're not a patron yet and you're into this podcast, would you consider becoming one, please? I've made it so that each and every human who helps me with even as little as two quid a month gets loads of cool shit. There's all sorts on there from tons of exclusive content to discount or free tickets to live shows to even some people getting early releases of each episode, which are ad free. I know. Check it out, will you please? I'd be so grateful. Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash the Hoovering pod. Why don't you come and see us hoovering live on the 10th of August at Camden Roundhouse Comedy Festival, 7pm for an hour. It's going to be so funny and delicious and some really special guests are being announced super soon. Secondly, do you live near Somerset? Then why not come and see my preview? Some new material, an hour of it, roughly, at the Wells Comedy Festival on Sunday the 28th of May at 3.30 in the afternoon. Lastly, get on to BBC Sounds, will you, and listen to my radio comedy series Sturdy Girls Club. It'll be a very funny hour of jokes on a theme for your enjoyment. Right, 
let's have this big, juicy, lovely, funny, fun episode, shall we? Quick warning that weight loss and calories are mentioned and numbers are used, not in a glorifying way, but in a statement of fact way and very much in passing in this episode. But still, if you need to avoid that type of content entirely, then you have been warned. Now, Celia and I met for both a beautiful and bountiful lunch in Covent Garden's Flesh and Buns, which was recommended to me a full lifetime ago when I hoovered with the magical Sarah Keyworth. Let's have it. What have you done in there? Straight away you've done something I want. I've got these two together. Okay, so that's soy. And that's chilli. Chilli? You put soy and chilli together? I always do that. And then sometimes... Fucking hell, let's get married. (laughs) Right, yellowtail. Afterwards I want to drink the soy sauce. I'm going to take a bit of this wasabi nubbin off the corner. That's a good Um, idea. Smoosh it in, come on. And then you're going to do this in a wanna. I'm going to want to... Yeah. Uh, underneath there, what do you think that is? Oh, it's a little bit of mouli on ice. I've stolen it all. I'll just take a crumb. Oh, good luck getting that in your pincers. Oh, it's so, it looks like it's in the bath. Mmm. Mmm, the mouli's nice. Okay, let's go, let's go. One, two, three. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, so yummy. That's fit, isn't it? Oh my god! Such a chunky boy as well. Oh, that took me away. I just I saw a different the type of, light of it. flash before behind my eyes. I just I saw Japan. <laughs> this is what I, I've been waiting for a guest to be able to do this. I saw my uh, I saw my eight year old daughter run up to me. Do you think there was a bit of ayahuasca in that sashimi? I think I think there was a lot of. I genuinely don't judge me because it's already a bit of sushi. I'm going to have a little sip of this soy. Mm. Mm. Oh my god! I'm, I'm not happy back not. In Japan. Oh my god! I, I don't think in Japan they just sip the soy sauce. I can see you. You can. That's <laughs> so delicious. Ooh, more sauce. Oh yeah. A business lady's just seen me sipping my soy sauce. <laughs> Um, That's interesting. It was big eye contact while it happened. She's seen me rolling up a, a garnish, eating it, and then doing a shot of soy sauce. They're over there, the ones in the suits over there. Very sophisticated oh, no. because that's that's felt sophisticated. Yeah, it but, tasted sophisticated. My mouth's like, ringing. It's like what? This, can I just say I expected more food? Yeah, that is a tiny amount of sashimi, <laughs> it isn't was, it? It was, yeah, it was sashimi. Like, so I don't know how I much we're meant she, to eat from this. Yeah, I don't. Well, well, all that's left is wasabi and ice. <laughs> ice and soy sauce. <laughs> oh my god! I think she might have deeply underestimated us when she told us how much to eat. Am um, I about to do ice and soy sauce? No. This, oh, God. Um, shall I ask you a normal question? Yes. Did you grow up in France? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you did. I think I listened and you did. Didn't you tell me that once? It, it is so funny to ask someone you've known. <laughs> For a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but just quickly check, did you? Yes, I did. did. Um, okay, you've got to check. You've got to check. What I want to know is, um, what do you eat in France when you're a child there? Don't have to list every meal, but you're also welcome to. <laughs> I think I wanted to know things like, do you really have a bowl of hot chocolate or coffee in the morning? And do you dunk 
pastry in it. Oh yeah. So in real life. Yeah. So yes. my um my mum would like would wake up every morning. She'd make a big pot of coffee. Mm. And then she'd have four croissants. Fit. And then she wouldn't eat for the rest of the day. Oh, she what? She would have four croissants and a big pot of coffee. Oh, I'm not sure about that, actually. Oh, but she wasn't... Like, she wasn't hungry. No, she. I think it's because of all the butter that she ate. <laughs> I was going to say, because other than the butter, there's literally no protein there. No, I would she would hungry very quickly. Oh, delicious. Oh, well, those, yeah. are, those are other meals. Yeah, and then yeah. she would... This sounds like the Frenchest person... <laughs> Frenchest woman you've ever described. I had to ask her at one point as a mum. We've known each other for a while now. Yeah. Did you grow up in France? <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> okay, revelation. Hmm. I don't think I've ever been to a restaurant with my mum. Because she's full. <laughs> she's, she's full. She's full from her four croissant breakfast. <laughs> So it'd be a waste of money, really. It would be a waste of money. Yeah. And, can I have the croissant? <laughs> <laughs> How does your mum, as the Frenchest person in the universe, mm-hmm. feel about the bastardization of the croissant into like modern stuff like croffins? Mm. That's a croissant and a muffin, baby. Um, my mum. Oh, more foods. Oh, sorry, you can answer in a minute. First, we look at these. Oh my god, I'm so glad we did that. Ay, ay, ay. Shut up. Oh my god. Oh god. Um, my mum would, to answer your question, she, she kind of, so we, we've got kind of a weird relationship with food in my family because um, it's quite, it's always been related to weight um, and that's a very French, yeah, like, so I think that my mum um, was very concerned about her weight and now she's at a happy place and she's kind of let herself put her weight and she looks beautiful. Yeah! Yeah, and she would love the cronuts. I think she, she's got a really great. sweet... She loves sweet things. Oh, great! But she wouldn't be like, what the fuck have they done to my beautiful, perfect, dreamy... No, she would she, have four of them. Oh, yes! <laughs> oh, yes. But I do want you to have to go to a restaurant with her, especially now she's... Made her piece. Oh, oh yeah, this is basically oh they've done. So they called it chips, but it's actually they've done that thing where they've sliced a potato. No human could do this into a thousand layers. What's the dipping dip? I'm going. I'm going in. Have the dip. Mm. Mm. This is incredible. Oh my fucking god! I think the secret ingredient is can. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost cheesy, that dip. That is very cheesy. Fucking yes. I wonder if cheese and soy mm. go well together. I'm going to go for AM calamari now. I'll join you. Is there a dip for the calamari? There's visible salt and pepper on it, which I'm really... Yeah, should we try that dip? Mm. Ah. Oh, my God. Mmm. Mmm. The citrusy business. Mm. Tell you what, mm. I don't want to go unnoticed. That's how you... Um, Took the lamb and put it on the calamari in a way that would not, which is wonderful. Right. It felt, it felt, um, it felt like it works here. Did <laughs> it? Yeah. I have I, worked I in so many restaurants, but also I should have checked maybe no, because. No, this is. Oh my goodness. But then actually, if you'd been like, oh, do you mind? Actually, I think calamari is better without lime. I'd have asked you to go home now. Yeah. To eat my dry, <laughs> tasteless calamaris. 
Yeah. This is so delicious. Okay, yeah. What shall we go next? Um, I'm saving this for last. Okay. Shall we have a sweet corn item? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, they do look like a savoury Ferrero Rocher. Mm. We're gonna have to find these in our stools later. <laughs> <laughs> Thrilling. Right. Mm. Oh, that is pleasant. Shut up. Shut up. Mm. Mm. My partner would lose lose her marbles over that. Mm. That's really yummy. Have you seen this thing that you can make mash out of crisps? No. But you need to go into that in some detail for me now. So you can you put like crisps in some hot water mm. and then you mush it all up and then that's mash. But when you think about it, crisps are just potatoes. Yeah. Um, I hate to be. Why a... I don't want liquid on my crisps. Well, no, actually, crisps, plain Walker's crisps dipped in soy sauce will change your life. Okay, I'm gonna again, again, I'll do it on another episode. Um, now I'm going down to Wingtown. I'm going from the bum of the row. Okay, there's something spicy is going to happen in my life. Yeah. I'm going for. I'm going hands in. I'm going hands in now. Oh, I don't know what. Oh to, yeah. Uh, right. Uh. Oh yeah. Yep. Mmm. Shut up. Oh, it's mm. so spicy. Mmm. The amount of spicy sauce is so bold. Mm. I'm in heaven. That is that is the nicest wing. That is the nicest wing. I think this is. I think I've ever had. They're very similar to Shack for you in the great because these are my favourite wings I've ever had. Mm. Um, they're perfect. They're just perfect. They are crispy. Mm. You can tell they've been fried, but only mm. just because they put so much of that. And the whole sauce could be too much, but it's not too sweet. It's not too spicy. No. It's really, it's fruity almost. It's fucking great, and it's great with those sesame, isn't it? Mm. Yep. Mm. Fruity is the right word. It's very refreshing. Mmm. And then at the same time. Everything here is right. Oh man. Oh. Yum. Unctuous. That's the word I'm trying to use more. Unctuous? Yeah. Oh, 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 we'll see goodness. how many times we can get it in. Mm. Mm. Do you know what? Uh, okay. Next wing. Oh my god. Yeah. The next bit of the wing, I'm gonna see how much of the sauce I can suck up. Oh yeah. Okay. Mmm. Um, I knew that we'd um, probably need to get married when we did that Guilty Feminist tour together because one of my favourite things about it, and it, as with all tours actually, is the dinners. Mm-hmm. And often Deborah's very kind enough to like get us all dinner from the same place. Mm-hmm. And like choosing is so fun. Also, I felt like you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I got the impression you like that you love eating like I love eating, and yeah. that we would. We revelled in that moment. The choosing was so fun. Yeah. The getting it was so fun. The whole process was like... That's, um, it's just better than even the performing bit. Well, i tell you what. This is, I'm glad this is reciprocated because I did notice that. that um, and that's actually a thing that I noticed very early on with people is... What, how do they relate to... Like, do you ever speak to someone and they're like, I'm not bothered about food? But like, what do you think about... Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, what are you doing? I, I think that one of my yeah. hobbies... And I say hobbies because it's like a planet, like a hobby, is yeah. going to restaurants. Yeah. And I think that the, um, I, I like having things that I've never had. Yeah. I like spice. Mm. I like waking up my spice level. Yeah, me too. I like, I mean, 
like I said, I look at the menu before arriving. So on that tour, the Guilty Feminist tour, mm. I would the first thing I would ask him in the morning is where are we eating tonight in a, this other mm-hmm. town that we're going to. Because yeah. I want to start planning. Yeah, it's really nice to look at it. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking great. Mm. And you can kind of think about it all day. And it's very rare that it lets you down. Like generally, it's like a, the anticipation matches the thing, which there are so few things with eating. One of the very mm-hmm. few. That's very true. Because it's also there's like an exact, it's an exact science. I want this thing, and yeah, then tonight I'm going to get exactly like what I want. Yep. Yes. Mm. Did you grow up in England? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if I didn't. You'd have to eat where, shit now. Where would you have rather been brought up? I don't know. I don't know what it would have been like anywhere else. I can see you going up um, in. I tell you what, Belgium. <laughs> That's like such a boring place. <laughs> no. I, no, you must have what is it? Belgium. Okay. It's um, but I can see. I can imagine you're in Belgium. Why? Belgium? Yeah, I have. I of course, I've been to Bruges with my mum. In Belgium. Long coats. Hats. Nice dark beers. Same thing. It's like um, I grew up in Belgium. <laughs> 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 you're quite an inspiration, I think. Yes? When it comes to food. <laughs> Are you sulking me again? No. Yeah. You have like a, a very healthy balance in like. You always seem to be ordering the exact right amount of food. Really? Like, yeah, which is like. like it's, what? It's a classy amount of food because it's like. It's. Like if I was on a date with you and I saw yeah. you ordering that food, I'd be like, she knows how to have fun. <laughs> Um, but she's not like you know you're not overcompensating for like a week of not eating. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? yeah. So, it's like, so this is like measured. Yeah. And oh, yeah. thanks for calling me measured. Mm-hmm. I have my attitude to ordering is you. Uh, well, also this is privileged as fuck. Mm-hmm. But like, if all my spare money goes on eating well and having nice things to eat and drink and I wouldn't have it any other fucking way like I don't care that there's no objects to show from my hard work I the joy I take from eating means that that's everything and I think it I don't I would I like I'm not doing so well that I do all my shopping in M&S and Waitrose but when I do buy food in those places I think this is you like yeah. pushing at the edges of how well you've done so far. <laughs> You're allowed to do this every now and again. Well done, you. I'm exactly the same though. Like, I think like, I'll treat myself like I'll have like a new coat. Yeah. But that's my purchase for the winter. Yeah. And then the rest of it is I'm going for food with people. Yeah. This is. It's the best. Um, it's the best. Who's your favorite person to go for food with? Mm. Um, you. Um, you are my favourite person to have dinner with on that tour for definitely. Mm. I could. I feel like everyone else, not in a bad way, but like everyone's got other demons there having mm. conversations with. Mm. Also, it, it didn't help that it was around the time, which actually it seems to have been swept under the carpet and just no one's done it really. Mm. But it was around the time that it was enforced that calories went on all menus. Mm. So I, it wasn't just that tour. Every time I went out for dinner around April, May last year everyone was talking about the fucking calorie content and what they were eating mm-hmm. and it just it, it, it made people make some fucking ridiculous decisions including me I went out for dinner with some friends and um, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast but like 
I was going to order like this fuck off massive mixed salad that had like a bunch of quinoa and beetroot and a big mm-hmm. fat bit of goat's cheese, like a fit, like a nutritionally fit salad. And then I saw that there was a smoked haddock scotch egg, and everybody started like changing their order to that. And it said it because it was like it was only like 300 or 400 calories, whereas the salad was over a thousand. Yeah. And I was like. Oh, well, I'll have that then. If everyone's having that, I'll, I'll be jealous if everyone's having that. Yeah. Anyway, it came and it was fucking boring. It was yeah, a fucking boiled was. egg in, like, the butteriest puddle of mash, like, with a few breadcrumbs around the edge. And I was like, also, I've just eaten four yellow things in one orb, and I could have just had a fucking bowl full of, like, whole grains, about five yes. different varieties of fruit, like, not fruit, but veg, pomegranates, like, all this yeah. fit, amazing nutrients. And I was and that and that's what I fucking fancied, which is the key thing. Yeah. I've changed from what I fancied to what is going to give me... Thank, Thank you very you. much. Um, I fucking was so annoyed with myself. And I think in a way that's like a... So, my last job was working for the social media side of restaurant, a big restaurant. Oh, was it? That I shall not name. Right. They kind of like changed my job to being in charge of um, the uh, nutritional information and all of that. Oh so gosh, I okay. Like when it was coming up to April and March, and I quit. Oh. Like just before the tour. Yeah. Because one, I was like, this is this is going to be quite triggering for a lot yeah. of people. And also, considering my last job was um, helping people with who had just had weight loss surgery. Oh my it was god. Like, it was like I know that this is not morally right yeah yeah and I'm fascinated to know more mm. about the job helping people who've just had weight loss surgery if that isn't dark as fuck yeah it was um, that was during Covid times right oh my lord so uh, my job was to ring up and you know I have to be careful with what I say because there is like it is like Healthcare, yeah. so I have to. Yeah. yeah. My job was to ring up people who have just had weight loss surgery and check in on them and see how they were getting on. Give them like their diet is very restricted. So. Yeah. Were you employed by the NHS or they had the weight loss surgery privately? It was a company that was outside of, so it was private clinics. Right. But the, the company I worked for was. It wasn't a clinic. It worked with the clinics. So like right, right, right. Patients and then take care of them and, yeah. and that job was um, incredibly draining yeah. because when you speak to people who have just had weight loss surgery like it's not just a food thing it never is no it relates to trauma it relates to abuse yeah. relates to all of that and so very quickly all the calls would turn into okay let's get into why you feel that way and um, how did they train you for that because that's like a therapy job yeah well I had to be like I had to say things like directly go to therapy when I felt like it crossed the line yeah um, and say things like I'm not allowed like I can't help you on that sense but it was yeah, it's because I pronounced seven so when I was younger. You told me about that. Yeah, and my relationship my relationship to food changes all the time. I've put on about a stone maybe nine kilos in the last six months. Uh, and it's and that's something that you know I think for the first time I've kind of accepted and I'm like trying to get healthier but not in yeah. a way that's like self destructive. Focusing on that. Yeah. And I think that comes with getting older. Yeah, um, and wiser. And wiser. And weirdly, Gen Z. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not Gen Z, but I'm seeing that the, we're more diverse in terms of bodies than yeah. we were when I was younger. And that helped. It's, I feel like the first generation ever who would it contain anyone mm. in their teens, literally anyone, who'd be like, yeah, I'm happy being fat. 
and that's extraordinary in terms of a fucking breakthrough. I was in Zara, and I heard a teenager say to another teenager, "Wait, you can't say that. That's body shaming." And I was like, "This is so beautiful." Squandiosis. Yeah, what would you sound like if you said it now in a big boy voice? Squandiosis. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, Smashers, just interrupting this beautiful episode to share some of your amazing answers to my listener questions. Thank you very much to all of you who've messaged us uh, in response to our questions. Those of you who responded on the socials, on email to thehooveringpod at gmail.com or um, who left us a message. My favourites are the WhatsApp voice notes to 07462855271. We are still revelling in your answers to my question um, of things you've eaten in the bath. But for this episode, as it's such a cram-packed, long, juicy episode, we are just going to have a story from producer Laura for this one. I have two idiotic bath stories. I want them both. Uh, There was one time I was feeling a bit poorly, so I thought I would have a bath as a sort of relaxing medicinal bath, you know, a nice soak to make me feel better. Yeah. And I also was going to make a Barocca to drink whilst in the bath. And we at that point, kept Barocca in the bathroom cabinet. So I didn't make it. I just put the tube on the side and a glass of water. And basically, because I'm very clumsy, I ended up bathing in Barocca. It's really fizzy. (laughs) Oh, my God. That must feel pretty grim on the skin. Yeah, it's not great. It sort of colours you. Like an Oompa Loompa. (laughs) But the least hungover Oompa Loompa you've ever met. Yeah. I did get out quite quickly because I, I was I was worried about what it might do to me. <laughs> Someone somewhere is going to use Barocca as a bath bomb now, you realise? Yeah. I mean, it, it is a bit like a very fizzy yeah. bath bomb. A very, very orange fizzy bath Ooh, bomb. I love it. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then because I don't learn, I also thought I would eat. In, I was hungry, but also wanted mm. a bath. So I thought I'd combine the two. And the thing that I had to eat, and because I love a yeah. plan, I stuck to my plan, was carrot and coriander soup. So I yeah. had a bowl of soup in oh, the bath. Oh, no. And I also used some lavender bath uh, yeah. bubbles. And uh, I did drop some soup in the bath. 
Oh. And lavender, carrot, and coriander. Oh dear! Is what? Because I didn't get out of that one. I wasn't so I wasn't so worried about carrot and oh, coriander because right. it wasn't fizzy. I, I didn't know that any of these stories had the potential to put me off baths. <laughs> I think is... just just don't take wet food yeah. into the bath. Wet, wet on wet. Wet on go. wet. No, it's yeah. stupid. <laughs> wet, wet, wet was about soup in the bath and how sad it's made. Marty Pello. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your eating in the bath stories, Laura. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. You're the best idiot I've ever met. But yeah, you are an idiot. Yeah. Let's get back into this episode. Okay, what's been your favourite so far? Um, I think the wing. I've never had anything like it. I think it's one of the best wings I've ever had. You too? Yeah. The squid is close to The squid is really delicious. Um, a bit more squid before you say the No, word. I had so much squid while you were having the wing. I'm just putting it there. She's putting it there with okay. Um, um, um I'm having a great time generally, but also I love it when it goes like this and I basically don't really have to ask any questions, we're just talking anyway. Mm-hmm. Um you calling me chatty. I'm gonna change my handle to chatty woman. Yep. Chatty woman. <laughs> Tell me about a time where you ate something and it made you angry. Sometimes I ate something that made me angry. Yes, please. Okay. Um, Weirdly, that's going to be quite, I think, an easy thing to... I knew it would be. Yeah. Um, I had this flatmate. Yeah. Who uh, was trained as a chef. Okay. And he used to make the best lasagna I've ever had in my life. Lovely. He would spend all day and I was making it. I don't know what he did. I think it must. It made love to it all. <laughs> just it was, humping the ragu. Just humping it, and I'd be like, just air, just good. air humping. Sm- oh well. It smells good. Yeah. No, but he would spend like the whole day making it, and it was like a ritual. And every time I had it, it was wonderful. Yeah. Um, and that was like four years ago. Um, I moved out. Asked him for the recipe. He sent me the recipe. Yeah. I tried it. It's the worst thing I've put in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> What's gone wrong? You can't have got the humping bit right. Uh, it was. There's honestly, no, it was, must it, be the lovemaking element. It took me four hours to make this lasagna. Oh. And at the end, I, I just couldn't look at myself in the mirror. And the worst bit about if you like, if you mess up a lasagna, yeah, it's a big batch. And like, it's a big batch in terms of like dimension but also in terms of height yes layers and layers of horrible food i know and so i had to i didn't want to waste it so yeah about a week i just ate this horrible lasagna oh and i was angry and i tried everything i tried to fix it i put hot sauce ketchup just make it taste of other things I tried to eat it and look at a picture of the one that he made. I thought I was getting away with it. When my partner cooks and I don't like it, I thought I was getting away with it. And I've recently been called out on the condiments I bring to the table when oh I don't think God. a meal stands a chance at making me happy. Yeah, yeah. What's food made you angry? Um, have you answered that already? No, it's a brand new question. I'd say loads of food has made me angry. Let's try and think of just one item. I quite often make um, aubergines, which is one of my favourite things. Well, quite sometimes I make them taste like the stuffing of a bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes they just taste like earth. Yeah. 
aubergine. Yeah. And, and then I go to a restaurant and they serve your aubergine. It's like liquid gold. What have you done? In, yeah. Yeah, tell, talk me through it, sensei. I yeah. <laughs> Give me the recipe. <laughs> Not anymore. I'm told you don't need to anymore, do you? Draw out the liquid. As I understand it, eight 1980s aubergines were 70% water, so you'd have to cover them in salt to like soak a load of water out of them before you could cook them. But now they've genetically modified them to be ready to cook. You've just explained to me why all my aubergines are too salty. Tiny little shriveled husk. Thank you so much. Snazzy business. Thank you so much. Um, tell me about a time you ate something, even though you had absolutely no idea what it was. Oh, I like that. Something and I have no idea what it was. Did I find out what it was afterwards? Yeah. <laughs> still, still on the it just needs to be a surprise at the time. Mm. Um, um, oh, 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 I've thought of one. Oh, on. I'm on a lasagna theme now. Go on. My nana made a lasagna when I was a child. <laughs> it was Irene nana Greenway. Lasagna. Nana lasagna. Nana Irene Greenway made a lasagna for me and um, some of the family members mm-hmm. and uh, my cousins I think um, um, we were eating it and it was nice um, and then there's like a oh, all chewy bit in it like a chewy bit in it and we were like oh, what is that we all chewed away and um, I mean we definitely ate we definitely ate it up um, and then afterwards later when the adults had theirs um they all like always got to the chewy bit they're having their chewy bit and then one of them took it out of their mouth and nana remembered that she'd accidentally left a layer of cling film in the lasagna because she'd made half of it and then needed to make more filling and we'd all eaten we'd all eaten quite a lot of cling film okay can i ask you a question yeah every time you spoke was it like bubblegum <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> wow Oh my wow. What? Thank you. Wow. I'm losing my mind. Oh my Shut up. Oh my wow. Oh my wow. Shut up. Oh, my oh wow, wow, wow. Amazing. Sorry, Thank you. This is Incredible. Has so much love and care into it. Yeah. Slow cooked business. Oh, oh man, fucking yes. Right. Oh, this is really lovely. I've accidentally ripped my bow bun at the seam, but I don't mind. You know I'm going to eat this like a big sloppy bitch. Uh, this is like... Yeah, this is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking looks good. Right, I'm going in for kimchi sea bass. Oh, my God. 
Mm. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, the kimchi, the kimchi element is um, so subtle and lovely. In, in the vegetable bibimbap, my favourite bit is the smoky charred mushrooms. Me too. Is that shiitake mushroom? I think it is, but then I don't know for defo. I've only just been able to start enjoying mushrooms again after watching The Last of Us. Okay, talk me through it, because I have not seen The Last of Us. I don't think I can talk you through it if you haven't seen it, because you might need to watch it one day. Is it, is it like, scary? Yeah, really scary. And a few of the episodes are like trying to be romantic drama but you can't really enjoy them because everybody's always just about to be dead is it the um, from a video game yep I remember um, it's going over to um, you won't remember that <coughs> um, my friend Luke Smith's house and he lived in Jordan most of the time yeah he was in lockdown and I think Jordan or Luke was playing The Last of Us oh and I saw one of the deaths and I think Oh, I'm pretty God. sure Luke or Jordan said, I don't need to see that. <laughs> I love it. And I think it's... It's really scary. It's a pandemic, but it's not a it's not a um, virus. It's a fungal. Oh. It's a fungus, so there's no even possible cure. Probably not a mushroom for that. Yeah. Um, have you ever had the food that scared you? Yes. For me, it's meat because of the climate change. <laughs> <laughs> You ruined your own earnest moment there. She says, passing me a lamb shank. There you go. Thank you very much. I've been sucking on the teeth of a cow. <laughs> God, look, look at that. that. Fucking it hell, like it looks, looks like amazing. A sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I'm coming in for these sauces yeah. as well. Thank you very much. But if you're wearing white, listen to <laughs> Look at that. Pretty. Pretty. Oh, I love it. So, have I been scared of food? Yeah. Um, I get sometimes a little bit fear when um, I'm having something that's got little bones fish fish gets me scared some fish can make me scared even fish I love like smoked mackerel it's like so good for you I really love it I have to be in the mood for it I'm never not a little bit scared while I'm having it and I'm not sure what I'm scared of because the thing I'm scared of happens pretty much every time I have it which is that you realize there's a tiny bone in your mouth I don't think I'm ever gonna die I, I don't, that's not the fear it's not that extreme it's just a fear of kind of like a uh, moment yes it's also I, I think and sometimes I could just have to go oh I just can't have this now I think it feels sharper in the throat than it is in real life as well because apparently our tongues exaggerate the size of things what drama queens <laughs> because you think, you think your tongue is seven times bigger than it is yeah oh I see so like snakes must think that they've got really big tongues yeah, snakes got long, whisp- whippy tongues. Yeah, but they're probably thinking everyone's making fun of my big tongue. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh my this god, is... this lamb one. Right, you I going know. for chicken now? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna let you enjoy that. Okay. This was uh, an experience. Oh my god, it looks so inky and glorious. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. Mmm. 
God, that's amazing. That's everything that's amazing about like a roast dinner in with everything that's amazing about Asian flavours. All in one great big sexy mouthful. It's like so comforting, that big juicy... God, it's good. Imagine if... Plum is perfect with that. You'd feel so good about yourself, I think. Do you think? If you had like that food that nice every day, you would feel... I think... Yeah, it's true. I think um, one of the things I love about like getting a try of all the different things though... It's this. Like, I would. I don't know if I want loads of that. I'm also really excited by the freshness of that sea bus. You have to try it. I wanted to try it. Oh, I'm having a fucking great time. I'm supposed to ask you some questions. If I to rank them. Yeah, okay, let's start. Let's ha- make it, Let's turn everything into a competition. <laughs> the lamb takes it. Yeah, that was. followed by this little guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Chicken third. Yeah, I think it's bigger than chicken now. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh. after chicken that we've had, I think that's a whole chicken. Um, before, before I jump into this enormous bit of chicken being held together by two tiny chopsticks, before today, not including this obviously, what's the most romantic meal you've ever had? Mmm. Mm. Whoa. God, that, yeah, that is good. And I have the answer. Yes. I, uh, it was my ex-partner, yeah. who um, I'm in on good terms with. Okay. Um, so I think he wouldn't mind me bringing up the most romantic time that we've had ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless this story takes a turn. It takes a turn. Um, no, it, um, it was in the South of France. Um, That's already makes it the most romantic answer anyone's had on the podcast so far. Really? Yeah. Um, it was in the South of France... Um, where we were staying on holiday and uh, here's what made it romantic we'd gone for to Nice in the day and then went back to the uh, little town that we were staying in and had food in Nice but then came back to a restaurant that was by the seaside where I'd had I just kept talking about the dessert that I had there. I just couldn't yeah. stop talking about the dessert because it was it was amazing. And we basically sat down at sunset to just have uh, that creme brulee from that place. Oh, oh, that's nice to go for just pudding. Yeah, I think that main. I like sides and puddings. Yeah. I like starter sides, puddings. I'm not bothered about mains at other time. Right. Like, the buns, what I loved about the buns is they're kind of like... It's quite a sidesy main, wasn't it? Yeah. So I'm never really bothered about mains. I love... Like, I, when I go yeah. to the restaurant, I'm thinking... Starters and puddings. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to get a pudding this time, what the woman said. Yeah, 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 you must. Yeah. Um, but then the second most romantic meal is during lockdown. We've this, a, that's a rare beginning yeah. of a... Same partner, different partner. Yeah. I think being bought food in a surprise way is really lovely. Um, it's not a whole meal, but um, sometimes I never have a bath. Like I'm, my head's too busy, and I'm like addicted to stress. So. I don't really have baths. I'm not very good at relaxing. Um, but Steph's the first partner I've ever had who, if she knows I am, like, not if it would, like, piss me off because actually I have so much to really do that day. Yeah. But every now and again, she'll 
like run me a bath and then I've got to ha- get in it and um, she brings really funny things to eat and drink to the bath <laughs> like um, apple, peanut butter and a gin and tonic <laughs> like, mad, mad combinations so of shit fun. but like not very bathy snacks and, and then um, yeah, normally some sort of very strong alcohol what's your um... Yeah. Like, one of my, um, like, new jokes that I do is about how I, uh, I'm trying to be vegetarian. So I said, no more meat in the bath. <laughs> 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 I think there is something about having, <laughs> having disgusting food in a bath. Yeah. It's such a funny image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's wet food, I think, is the funniest to have in a bath. Even yeah, well, it makes you sound like you're an animal that's got the option of a pouch of wet or a bag of dry. Um, but the idea of eating a, some, a bath of food in the bath, like a kind of, like a Thai curry for me is like the yeah, maddest thing you could goulash. try and eat. A goulash! I shouted. Oh, the lady that watched me do the shot of, shot of soy has looked at me again. I, but also, like, there's something about being submerged in water. Yeah. It feels like the food would like kind of go back up. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's gonna float back up. Oh no! Or that you might like see it moving in your tummy. Like I don't know if I want to eat while I can see my the surface of my belly. Yeah. Quick fire questions. No other option. Would you eat a person? Five second rule, yes or no? Yeah. Hang- ten, seconds. ten seconds. God, she's pushed it to double the amount of seconds. Mm-hmm. Hangover, what are you having? Hangover, I wake up having a really strong big smoothie with loads and loads of like mango type things. Then Sweets, I- fruits. Yeah, then I go to my favourite um, cafe in Wall Street Kitchen in East London. I have the menemen from there. Um, with bread, and then I've dipped the bread into that. What's a menemen? It's like a shakshuka. <laughs> Get it in my face. And then after that, I, I share a stack of pancakes with Alison Spittle. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> That's, again, one of the best answers anyone's ever given to the question, and that question's been in this podcast for five years. You're welcome. Menemen. Menemen. What's the spiciest thing you've ever eaten? Thing I've ever eaten. Um, I once made a soup that um, I didn't realise that I could cook. Uh, Harrison paste and it was extra spicy. <gasps> and I thought it was um, I thought it was uh, ratinanuts. I mixed with two packages. Oh. Um, and um, I had to throw it away. Oh, really? My first option was to eat it and then have a spoonful of yogurt in between. Yeah. <laughs> but then a soup and yogurt don't go well together. So. No, that's rank. It in the bin. Fair play. I once made a curry for my friend Sam was coming around for dinner and I'd used five scotch bonnets and um, it was too spicy, but we took it on as a mission and we sweated so much we both needed to change our tops and pants. Oh my goodness, can I have another answer? Yeah. Me and Fern shared a meal at a, a restaurant in Soho. It was, it looked evil. It, it was so spicy. Yeah. It, it, you, it, do you know, like, when you looked into it, there would be voices going, <laughs> Pass the tongue, that's Sarah, man. <laughs> yeah. Whispering from the eye. It was so spicy. And we, both me and Fern were too polite to say that it was too spicy, so we ate it. Oh no. <laughs> It was too spicy. We both were masking through the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, tell me about a food that you were given as a gift. Oh, I love gift food. Um, I love any type of chocolate that I get. I think the best gift you can give to somebody uh, when you 
A skank sells a twit called Jackson Beans, which he grows hoping for a giant, but living at the top of his stalk is a Jorogumo, a terrifying mythological Japanese spider seducer who has so much sex with every spider that they all die of exhaustion. As much as they're an unpopular animal, their extinction has an immediate impact on the food chain and it sets off a process which leads to the end of human life as we know it. Oh no, it's all agreed to have never happened, but only if you, and it does have to be you, Celia, agree to swim um, from here to Slovakia, which just as a reminder it's landlocked it sounds impossible but you do it you're a hero you go down in history as a woman who saved us all from um the really awful um knackered sex dead spider apocalypse you are you are so loved forever like peak glory um but your reward in the moment is the feast of your dreams this is the opposite of the last meal you couldn't be happier and you couldn't be hungry you couldn't be more relaxed you're allowed you can have a shower you can whatever you need to be ready for this what I'm talking about is a fantasy situation. What would you eat? What would you drink? And I'm aware this is only your answer right now. Uh, and you're allowed to have a fantasy person and place to have this with and at or in. I would have the exact same meal you just had. Yes, really? Yeah, because I remember it. Okay, got it, got it. I see what's happened here. Yeah. I think the meal that I would love after all this, I'd like something quite comforting. Yes. Something that takes you home. Yeah, okay. You know, something that, like a, a warm hug from your mother. Four croissants. Oh, Sorry. hang on, hang on. Four croissants. That was the best. <laughs> that's you gave it a go. And that's, that's, it was worse. <laughs> it was worse than just saying croissants. 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 That was good. Thank you. That was good. I wasn't going to let it go until I got a compliment. <laughs> so, something that takes Oh. If this is a fantasy world, I would yeah. love a cigarette. Yeah, just a delicious a, cigarette. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if it's a fantasy world. Yeah, lovely. Because I miss them every day. So <laughs> yeah. I think about them all the time. Yeah, so, fine. Yeah. Okay. Two years for that. <laughs> <laughs> Two years is when I'm stunned. <laughs> <laughs> um, it gets easier. I had that. I gave up on, um, not to say like, how hard it was to give up, but like April the 18th, 2013. <laughs> what a gorgeous episode. Yum, 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 yum. Follow Celia. She's at A-B-C-E-L-Y-A on Instagram and Twitter. And more importantly, get along to see her live. She is a really exciting and brilliant stand-up. Go and see her new show at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival or in preview in advance of that somewhere. It's called Celia Abbey. As a bit of fun. Is that such a crime? <laughs> um, and it's guaranteed to be joyful. It's part about a time she nearly died this year at Thorpe Park. Lovely bit of business. Google uh, where to get tickets and see it. And if you're listening to this way after summer 2023, it's probably on tour or streamable by now because she's such a glorious success story. Go, go, go. In terms of my gubbins, please listen to Sturdy Girls Club on BBC Sounds and hopefully I'll see you at a hoovering live recording in August or at a preview of my newest stand-up some other time this summer. Yes, way. 
Follow us on social media at The Hoovering Pod. I'm on at Jessica Fosterkew. Send us voice notes, pictures, WhatsApps to 07462855271. Email us, thehooveringpod at gmail.com. I'll be storing all your beautiful offerings up and discussing them in future episodes. Keep an eye on our social media for any specific questions and topics that we'll be asking you to contact us about. Links to everything interesting mentioned today are, as ever, in the podcast notes. Hoovering is presented and created by me, Jessica Fosterkew. The music is by Jake Yap, and it was produced by Laura Grimshaw. Until in two weeks, happy hoovering. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.